Hey folks, Armin Hammer here, and you are about to enjoy a brand new episode of the San Podcast. And this is going to be the last new episode of 2018. The next episode, the episode that comes out right before New Year's, that episode is going to be a best of. So if there's any particular moments that you think fit into a best of uh, compilation, I know I've got a few. You go to let us know. You can either ha- hit me up at Armin Hammer TV or at San Podcast. Either one of those is going to work. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's, who's enjoyed the show over the past, you know, year, couple of years, whether you're a new listener or an old listener, we really appreciate all your support and I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I'll see you guys next time. Welcome to this episode of Santa always knows. Yeah. He that doesn't sure quite does. work. What? <laughs> Santa work always, yeah, Santa always knows. Nope. Nope. Yes. Fucking nope. Not stopping there. <laughs> but I no, I, I agree with the sentiment. Santa is always now. Santa is year round. Santa yes. isn't just one time of year. Yes. He's looking to see if you're naughty or nice. Now That's it's now. Now, wherever now, whenever now happens to be. I was thinking no, and then it's mm-hmm. uh, he does exist. He just doesn't stop anyone. <laughs> he just says no to everybody. I like it being spelled like no with a K, and we just lean into it, and we just make it the Sack Podcast from now on. Welcome to this episode of Sack, you guys. Yeah. Or I hate it. you can just imagine him as a giant nose just <laughs> with a hat on it, sitting in a sleigh. Santa always knows. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this uh, and you're thinking to yourself, man, they all sound like... They're drunk. They're drunk. <laughs> they all sound like they woke up less than you know an hour ago. And well, that's or... because we did wake up less than an hour ago, and only two of us are drunk. So <laughs> take that. So uh, it is. Uh, it's early in the morning. It's uh, it? it's the only time. It's early enough. Yeah, it's it's the only time that that we could all get together time. this week because this is uh, probably going to be the last mm-hmm. r- freshly recorded episode of Sand in this year. Yes, uh, I think Happy New Year, everybody! That's right. That's right. Uh, well, probably uh, my 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 goal is over the next week or so to put together like a best of oh. the best of 2018 <laughs> Sandcast, and, mm. and just do clips and see see if we can put that together. Nice um, for for a little episode between now and the the end of the year. That's but right. Sound off in the comments, everybody. Who what 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 clips from this year do you want to see in the best of compilation? I guarantee you Armin will put anything you say in there. He'll That's find every clip. No, no matter <laughs> yep. how small and minute uh, the clip was, uh, even if we just breezed over a topic and some, and you can't even remember what the episode number was, just put it in there. Armin will find it. Yeah, that's, maybe it was just the time when, when one of us was breathing funny and you want that, that ambient <laughs> audio. I'm going to just go ahead and, and re-listen to every episode, all 50 episodes from 2018, right. and, uh, and I'm going to pick out my favorite moments. Or I'm going to panic and think <laughs> of three or four <laughs> moments that, that really resonate with me and put mm-hmm. out a 12-minute episode. Yes. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> uh, one of those two things, and really, I live on the extremes, so it will be one of those two things. <laughs> we should have made this a year-end clip show where we each, you know, we revisited some of our favorite moments. You know, we're all wearing are you Santa not, hats and drinking eggnog. Are you not late. prepared for that? <laughs> no. Oh shit! I, I I know this podcast well enough. I am prepared to recreate word for word all of the best moments. I know that have taken moment over this you, last year. I know the moment specifically that you want to recreate. And uh, oh, I don't. I yes, <laughs> I do too. Yeah, I think I think everyone except we're all for ahead you of knows. A, we're all of the, We're all ahead of Cliff. Santa almost. always knows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's called the callback. Uh, I like it. Um, you guys, 
<laughs> to, to talk about fitness briefly, however briefly as we can. Did something happen? Something <laughs> did happen. Um, th- there's a thing in Dubai. <laughs> a thing called human trafficking. Go ahead. Jesus Christ. And, uh, and at the Dubai CrossFit Championships, many a human was trafficked. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we saw the very first of the sanctioned events. The very first of the now officially named sanctionals, by yeah, the way. I, wait, I saw mm-hmm. that. So like now the game site has started to call sanctioned events sanctionals. I yeah. don't think we've we have not addressed that yet on the podcast. Yeah, at what point do we get a check? We should get a check. I don't know, but yes. I count that as a huge hashtag winning. And certainly, certainly the first time I ever heard sanctionals was from one Mr. Armin Hammer uh, on Armin Hammer TV, and I, so we 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 so we collectively invented the term yeah. sanctionals. Hive mind, hive mind. He didn't come I up with so. that on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. No, do I do I I'm going to go ahead and take credit for it, but I'm also going to say there's there's a very small chance. That I heard someone else use it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we potentially missed the chance to make a buck by not having it on the back Uh, of t-shirts. I can still put that shit on the back of t-shirts. What what are they going to do? I'm the only person covering the sport. Yeah, we need to get uh, (laughs) pretty much, pretty much. I I don't know. I think I think they would still figure out how to cease and desist. Guys, guys, baseball jersey, baseball logo across the front says "Sanctionals" on the back, number sixty-nine. Uh, player name Dong Monster, and then on the front it says 420. Yeah, the numbers don't match. <laughs> this would be a good shirt. That's a great <laughs> shirt, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the the Dubai CrossFit mm. Sanctional Championship happened uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. last week basically, and um, DBX. It, it was uh, it was it was not unexpected in some ways, mm-hmm. and it was incredibly surprising in other ways. Mm-hmm. For example, the super teams. Um, I, I would argue that neither of the major the the major super team did not win. The right. one that is uh, Cassie, Cassie Lance, Lance McWhorter, Lucas Jen Esslinger. Smith, Lucas Esslinger, Adrian Munweiler. Mm-hmm. They did not win. Yeah, they got third. Yeah, whack. Um, Travis Williams mm-hmm. and his team using, by the way, the the best like preteen uh, like Xbox Live name possible, <laughs> Omnicide. Uh-huh. Love it. They got second. Yeah, and Invictus. Mm. One, but not the Invictus that went to the games last year. Uh-huh. A different Invictus with Lauren Fisher, Fisher. Rasmus Anderson, mm-hmm. Tommy Venus, and Reagan Huckabee. So nice. not the Invictus that is uh, ha- knows how to work together as a team and events <laughs> like the Worm and synchronized deadlifts, but Funny. rather the team composed of talented individuals. Funny you should mention that mm-hmm. uh, because there was almost not a single team, actual team event. At, no. mm-hmm. at Dubai, I think I, I think I can think of two that two actually events. required teamwork. Where all four people were on the floor. Yeah, yeah two of them great. actually required teamwork. And by teamwork, it was really more just about picking who who has which spot at what yeah. point, um, as opposed to like synchro work. And they they are I, they are leaning hard into that. Like mm-hmm. I, I've spoken with the event organizers multiple times in the past week. The DBX uh, organizers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, they are they are one hundred percent committed to not really including any synchro stuff mm. ever, not really including the worm ever, mm. and That's just continuing to test it the way they have been. And why do they give any? So it is a conscious decision. So did they give any rationale yeah. behind that? Why they want to do that? Yeah, they, the have, other they have two reasons. Uh, reason number one is they want to have their events select for a team that is made of the up of the best individuals, mm. and then the second reason is. 
they're looking at the fact that the entire format of the CrossFit Games season just got completely blown up. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, this is an opportunity to change everything. Why yeah. would we try and repeat what has been done in the past? And they're like, synchro pull-ups, silly. Getting rid of them. Totally. I Seen enough agree. of the worm. Picking a champion. Except <laughs> that the probable real reason being that they, they never were an individual a competition <laughs> when they had the individual events picked out and then found out sort of last minute that now they have to qualify teams and thought, shit, I was like, what if we just run the teams, all the team people through exactly the same individual events and don't alter them in any way with no special equipment? It's like, yeah, that could work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's and called the, a double down. The evidence, <laughs> the evidence pointing towards that is, is pretty significant considering um, the only two events that they had not announced from the get-go are the only two events that happen to have any sort of team work mm. involved in them. Gotcha. Which leads me to believe that they had spent a little bit of time finagling both those events to try and include some teamwork in it. Yeah. Um, which, honestly, listen, man, I don't think it's a good idea. But, and I don't think, like, if 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 Invictus basically takes this win and is like, all right, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you guys in August. Like, just make yeah. sure you get to Madison on time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not going to be a, a recipe for success because there's only going to be 15 teams at the games. Yeah. And so what you're looking at is every little like meltdown miscommunication. Mm-hmm. You know, Chase c- competed at regionals last year, rest in peace regionals. <laughs> and he and his team trained together every fucking day for for the entire year leading up to that event. And still had miscommunication issues, mm. even though they had access to a worm. They had access to like they did. They did every event they could practice for, and they were still like messing up, talking to each other on that floor. But slight wrinkle here uh, is that never before has there. This is the first time we're seeing a team that yes, they have not worked together a lot up to this point, but they just qualified for the games, and so now they have another. Well, whatever, however many months, seven, is, and, seven, a months. seven and a half months, and they know that they're going to be competing at the CrossFit Games together as a team. So they have, you know, two thirds of a year to to figure that shit out with not not to to to, pre- to prep for open and then prep for regionals on the off chance that they're going to eventually make it to the games. They know they're going to the games so they can sufficiently prioritize training together in the same city and all those other things. It'll be interesting to see what kind of progress they can make in that time. It's a good point because why bother committing to hanging out with you know the same set of assholes especially for a whole Rasmus year. Anderson. He's exactly. on that team, right? Uh-huh. He is on that team. For a nice. whole set of years. Uh-huh. I think... Um, you know they they do they do have some history of working together. No, no. Lauren Fisher and Rasmus. This is the first oh, time I, I, I being finish. that close. Oh yeah, can, like, oh, I didn't, didn't finish making my point there. Uh, that uh, the, the, why bother hanging out with the same group of assholes for four years, like committed to train together as a team, if you don't actually know if you're going to get to the games? That just seems dumb. That's a good. Why point. not know mm-hmm. ahead of time that you're going to make it to the games, and then okay. If we're going to make it to the games, then I guess we could, you know, move into the same vicinity and start training together and all that just for this limited period of time. So if we have any beefs or anything, let's just push them off for the next nine <laughs> months till after the games. Then we can tell each other to go fuck themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think they're going to be training together very regularly. And yeah. the reason why I say that is Reagan Huckabee is a mother of three mm-hmm. who lives in the Pacific Northwest. Tommy Venus lives in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Lauren Fisher and Raz were both in the UAE, but I'm pretty sure Lauren moved back to the West Coast earlier this year. 
And so they are literally on different sides of the planet. <laughs> and so I, I really don't Drop expect them planet. to be training together mm-hmm. on a regular basis. But whatever they were doing is working. So I, I suspect sauce. I suspect <clears throat> they're going to find some time, you know, leading into the games. Uh, it, knowing CJ, he's probably going to have a, a dozen or so athletes qualify for the CrossFit Games, and he'll probably do some sort of a camp, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the, in the six to eight weeks leading up to the games where he's going to ask the team to come and train together that would be my guess there's also um no guarantee that not every sanction sanctional does the style of team qualifying yeah. like it could all be like that like wadapalooza could easily be like i don't want to buy a fucking worm mm-hmm. i'm not gonna they could synchronize be. shit they're not yeah but they could be well it's Very interesting <laughs> to also and i know we draw a lot of parallels between this new format and other formats but this is you know it's, it'll be interesting to see in other sports i mean um it'll be interesting to see as this materializes uh, over the course of the next year, next couple of years, if, you know, different competitions qualify slightly different types of teams or different competitions, uh, you know, if, if one, t- you know, if one competition just ends up qualifying less teamwork oriented teams and more just sort of strong individuals, then people will begin to strategize their year about where they think is going to be the easiest point of entry for them or the skill set of their particular team or even the skill set of particular individuals if a, a, if a given if sanctional ends up taking on a reputation for being heavier or more endurance-focused or any of those things. And that, we see that direct analog in uh, track and field and a bunch of other things where people str- where different events have different reputations over the course of the year for what works better for certain runners. And so they begin to strategize their whole year around the event that they think works best for them to get the points they need to make it to Olympic trials or whatever those sorts of things are. So it'll be kind of interesting to see that those different flavors start to show up in in CrossFit. Absolutely. And I think that's that is the you know where I disagree with the idea that you want to send the fittest individual team together. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that that team is going to necessarily be set up for success uh, at the games. But fuck it man like every in every one of these sanctionals should be trying something different yeah and even while I, I disagree with this specific decision that's awesome like this this sort of different um you know flavors i keep using that word as a way of describing this but like mm. the different flavor of competition is exactly what is is necessary for it to not be like a repeat of the boringness of regionals. Like regionals was exciting mm-hmm. because of the individuals competing and the races at the very end of each weekend. Mm-hmm. But that's like a that's that's that that there was no real excitement in the um in the fact that like you know you're just staring at everyone doing the same shit over and over again. That gets very boring. Even even at Dubai is like the last event they announced the last event and they didn't cut any of the field. And I was like, fuck, there's like an hour and a half of garbage Bullshit. heats. Like who the fuck cares about these first three <laughs> heats anymore? Like, Armin was very tired by this point. I was so goddamn tired. up all night. So, uh, <laughs> we didn't really talk about that either. You were up all night watching that shit. Dude, in Texas time, uh, the first two days of competition ran from, uh, it ran from th- like one, eight, no, 3 a.m., <laughs> no, like one one a.m. until like five a.m. Yeah. Oh wow, and then, that's really an all nighter. Wow. And then the oh, 
but wait for it, Clifford. <laughs> the last two days of competition ran from 3 a.m. to 10 a.m. <laughs> That's 3 a.m. to 10 a.m. So I you would almost sleep. don't know. You almost don't know what to do there. Should you treat it as a late night and then sleep the all day, or should you treat it as waking up? There super is no early? sleeping all day, Cliff. I had to spend. I had, I spent the rest of the day. So basically, I I slept about an hour and a half, maybe two hours between like midnight and two. Mm-hmm. Because I can't fall asleep before midnight. What am I fucking ninety? <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I fell asleep like ninety or nine. It's either, either one, one of those yeah. two things. <clears throat> I, I'd fall asleep from like midnight to two. My alarm would go off at two fifteen. Nightmare time for an alarm <laughs> to go off. By the way, literally why two, nightmare. Why two fifteen? No. If all you have to do is kind of shuffle out here in your underwear, or even not in your underwear, and just turn on the thing. Because it it take it takes me a while to get get moving. Uh-huh. It takes me a real while to get moving. And on top of that, I I had a I had a big, have three cups of coffee in him before you can get hard. I had a so. big setup. Yeah, I had a, I had a kind of a, a ridiculous setup because we had a we had a friend visiting from out of town. We have the new puppy that mm-hmm. I didn't want to wake up. Katie yes. was sleeping because she had a final yes. coming up uh, the, uh, earlier this week. So the puppies like, are growing thirty five pounds a day. Yeah, <laughs> so That's very true. I was like I was like coming out here and I would uh, I would have a notebook. And I would take notes on every individual heat as mm-hmm. the interesting things that were happening. Yeah, yeah. And then I would, I would record every individual heat and mm-hmm. no, notate my times so that later on I could re- reference it. And edit. <laughs> it was like literally for out for like seven or eight <laughs> hours a night, I would st- like be just on the verge of falling asleep and then like wake up to like write down three and a half minutes into the heat for this person dropped a bar and it looked funny and like <laughs> go back to sort of like half paying attention. And even more Go back to up. your notes. Uh, squiggly line circle. <laughs> it's like, wow, I, I, that, that, is a, that is a very accurate drawing of my dick. How did I do that? Uh, no, the, the, the most fucked up part was the day three of competition. Clint you know, Eastwood pajama party. What does this even mean? <laughs> 3 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, and then from that moment on, it was like I spent another eight hours shooting and editing two videos mm-hmm. like a recap and a preview a recap of day three and a preview yeah. of day four and i even put it in the titles like i am so tired here's a day <laughs> three recap <laughs> like I'm still exhausted here's yeah. a day four preview and yeah. i re i've rewatched them since mm-hmm. and i am literally slurring my words and <laughs> i'm i'm disgusted by my own weakness like just one <laughs> night of not not enough sleep and suddenly I'm like this little fucking you, baby. You would, you would make a terrible Navy SEAL. I would make the worst Navy <laughs> SEAL. It oh. sucks. Yeah, so what I want to see really is... really annoying to feel that. I want I want oh, you to have sort of like a uh, next year for the for if we do this if you do the same thing just to to communicate it I think you should be wearing like a Dickensian like sleeping gown like <laughs> like Ebenezer Scrooge with like in the keeping hat. with the Christmas themes like with the, yeah, the long the long pointy hat <laughs> that like hangs to the side uh, like a, a like a sleeping gown of some and then and then maybe just like holding like a like a candle on one of those things I love I it. Know. Yeah, no, I'm 100 percent in. Yeah, uh, it's December. Yeah, so so, so right. I watched I watched every minute of the entire competition. That was and, dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, in fact, what what was really fucked up was the the last day of competition. It ended. It it didn't even end on time. It didn't, it didn't end at 10 a.m. because the last event was was a little bit longer, and they had everyone do it still. I had a flight. At 11 a.m., <laughs> the things are scheduled to end at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm like packing while watching mm-hmm. these last heats. Jump onto a plane, like go go to the airport, watching the rest of it on my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm taking off 
as the final heat of women is starting, which is the most exciting part of the entire and competition. If you, it, you don't know if you'll ever be able to see it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we saw we saw that entire final women's. I, I caught up on it after I landed, and uh, the women's the women's competition was really fucking cool. Like mm-hmm. Sam Briggs came out and uh, you know started off really strong, got a bunch of points in the first like half of the workouts, and then had like a little bit of. A stumble on some of the events where she had to sort of make up some ground mm-hmm. jamie green was on her ass the entire time mm. and then going into the final event uh it was like one fucking point literally one mm. point between sam briggs and jamie green so it was yeah. essentially win it and you're in so yeah. it was like the entire the entire sanctional process of win and you're in became that last heat nice it was just win and you're in and so that was a cool event too. it was it was a pretty cool event um you know i had had devil's press in it and bar muscle ups and like toes to bar and double unders and it had uh wall ball and power cleans and then finally like single arm overhead dumbbell lunges mm. it nuts it was nuts it was really really bananas and all the crossfit stuff it was it was yeah they kind of like they're like oh fuck there's a lot of things we didn't do let's just mm. put it all on this last workout <laughs> Um, synchro pull-ups for the individuals a yeah. lot of shit they didn't do they need to throw in there at the end and, and sam uh sam was sam was dominant it was mm. it was absolutely amazing like james green was very very impressive sam was dominant um and was really able to put together you know given the fact that she's what 10 or 12 years older than everyone else there and mm-hmm. she's coming off of like a pretty uh, injury ridden couple years and she isn't really that strong mm-hmm. uh comparatively and there was a max snatch event and mm-hmm. a, a barbell event that had like really heavy snatches and clean mm-hmm. jerks for her. She still was able to pull out a win. It was very, very interesting to see that happen. Yeah, yeah. that was the thing that, that stood out to me is is Sam, she's pretty fit, but it's more like an endurance style fit, right? Um so she's, yeah, not, she's the engine, she's not right? Technically the crossfittiest, fittest mm-hmm. person. She's not the strongest. Very skinny legs. Very skinny legs. Mm-hmm. But she is meaner and fucking tougher mm-hmm. than everybody else in the field. Yeah. Like she one hundred percent will die whenever she needs to win. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Sam is Sam's like God, Sam's like my spirit animal. I fucking <laughs> lo- I love watching her compete because she seriously is like it's like a rabbit on like the you know, the do- the dog races, the dog mm-hmm. tracks, like the they send the rabbit out and the dogs all just fucking yeah. chase they're never gonna catch the rabbit. Yeah, yeah. But deep down inside, all they want is to try and catch that rabbit. Yeah, and Sam's yeah. just like, Come on over, guys. Uh, you know, you can you can probably catch me. Just just follow, just follow along, See, follow just, my pace. I pictured so much differently because in that in that that instance, that rabbit is the victim potentially, right? And mine, it's the dogs like, are the victim. She's the cheetah, and everybody else is the gazelle. That that's a good way of looking at it too. She she, but I, the reason why I say she's up ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna like go she ahead and start lean from into behind. This. So she doesn't start from behind. She actually ran. It's a like lap. if the gazelle is. <laughs> it's like, like if the cheetah is 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 in front of the gazelle, yes. enticing them to come after them somehow. Yes, but the the cheetah's mouth is where its butt is. Yes, so it bites the back. There part. we go. That is essentially what I see. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like. Uh, and where its face is, just it's the tail. Yeah. It's kind of like. It's a cheetah in a gazelle outfit. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a wolf. It. 
in a cheetah's yes. outfit dressed as a gazelle. That's not a bad strategy for the cheetah, by the way. The <laughs> cheetah in a gazelle outfit. It, its idea is just to outrun the gazelles, have them follow it till they all get tired because mm-hmm. cheetahs have great endurance, obviously. Yeah, of course. Then it <laughs> picks <laughs> off. Then it picks off the uh, and the gazelles chase cheetahs. That. Yes, uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. But in a gazelle outfit, no. It'd be, they thought they were just be the buddies. alpha gazelle yeah. there. It's an inside job. The other <laughs> we do like like we all know cheetahs, endurance athletes, gazelles chasing cheetahs. That's just mm-hmm. that's. Just mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. We've, we've all seen planet we get Earth. Nature. Um, yeah, and then uh, she ended up winning. Matt Fraser ended up uh, winning. Surprise. Um, he he was uh, he was in tip top mm. shape, guys. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> I, huh? I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to believe. Did you but did you see the sprint that he did at the end of the four k? <laughs> Uh yes. What the fuck yeah. was that? He so he was like uh, maybe hit hyper thirty speed. yards behind BKG, mm-hmm. and they were at the end of eight k running. You know, four k of that with a uh, weight mm-hmm. vest, and he was just like, "I'm gonna try and get this extra five points for no reason." And he just <laughs> started sprinting, and BKG was oblivious to it until people started yelling because it was just like the yeah. only part of the field where there was actually spectators. Yeah, people yeah. started like yelling. He thinks that they're cheering for him, yeah. but instead they're going, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he turned around and he saw he saw Matt Fraser behind him and just he, he also started sprinting. He, Matt Fraser didn't catch him, it's, uh, but uh, it's he sure warfare. as fuck tried. Yeah. It's a mental warfare. Yeah. He wants to, wants to put that pressure on him. Uh, but before to, to the women's competition, Something happened, by the way, mm. that we kind of predicted on this show. Perfect. That's not exactly what happened. Kind of, kind but of predicted. But it's kind of. I thought the same thing. Kind of predicted. I was like, fuck mm. you, Cliff. When we were, when we were talking, <laughs> about, when we were talking about how we recorded last episode uh-huh. before the, the Dubai Cross Championships and it was going to come out after the uh-huh. Dubai Cross Championships, uh-huh. the uh-huh. joke that came out was, I can't believe Laura Horvath got bit by a shark and her head <laughs> is off and she's... Oh, yeah, you know, she yeah, totally, to, totally. Uh-huh. Right. Well, she actually pulled out of the competition with a back injury. Uh, um, so, tiny shark... Uh, Tiny got shark her, bit her back. A, a, a L4 vertebra there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as part of the swim, she didn't feel it because its bite, its teeth are so small that uh, you know it's it's smaller than the space between nerves. So she didn't feel it there, but that thing burrowed in there and really got that uh, got that vertebral column. It did. Yes. She'll need to get a fusion. <laughs> 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 Dr. Cliff on, mm-hmm. on the case. She'll need to get a few very detailed explanation for um, how micro sharks in your spine <laughs> get you. Yeah, so uh, she she pulled out of the It's like the competition. that fish that swims up your pee up stream your and into yeah. your wiener. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's it. That's basically the same <laughs> this thing. So but tiny but this one's so tiny. It's nerves. a shark. It's not a fish. How dare you? Yeah, um, yeah so she competed in the first two days of competition. And then did not compete after that. Uh, uh, no, she competed in the first three days of competition. Three days of competition and did not mm-hmm. compete mm-hmm. on the last day of competition because her. She said her back was was bothering her, which is you know likely true. Mm-hmm. But I think the context is really important. I think it's important to see like she had she had finished first on the third day of competition with three events. She finished first, basically last. And then first again, mm-hmm. and the basically last portion of it was a DNF, mm-hmm. and in the she didn't meet the minimum work requirement. So in the rules of uh, the Dubai Cross Championships, if you don't meet the minimum work requirement, you're not DQ'd from the event. Mm-hmm. 
what happens is instead of getting last place amount of points, you get zero points. Mm. Where last place amount of points is like 35. So zero points is a big deal. And you forfeit all winnings from that day. She got two first place finishes that day, so that's six k. That's a weird. That's fucking six thousand dollars that she didn't. She she's like not entitled Fuck. to to cash that check, and so it's like she has no <laughs> chance of winning. She didn't get the money that she earned by winning those two events. Yeah. She she like publicly DNF'd a workout that has handstand pushups in it, a parallel handstand pushups, and it's something that she has been failing at for yeah, years. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, of course. Like, there's no reason to continue competing yeah. at that point. So like, that so so conspiracy theory. Does she have a back injury, or or I'm, does she just or was a weakness exposed in the the handstand pushups? And she's like, you know what, guys, I'm out. Of this I don't think uh, I don't think she's doing anything anything uh, like shady. I think mm-hmm. really what it was was just the context, the the additive effect of all of those different things. Like, there's no reason for her to compete and risk either making her current injury worse, adding mm-hmm. a new injury on, or actually having you know some sort of major injury that's going to be a setback mm-hmm. like yeah especially she, yeah with the know, context i don't have any yeah. money yeah. i'm not point? gonna win what's, what's the, the point? point and and I, I respect her making that decision plus she's like coached by michelle latondo so it's like she's not she's not in a bad team she's not yeah. under bad management like yeah. she has a team behind her that knows what they're doing and, and if, if if michelle uh latondo is telling her hey listen like it's probably better if you step out of this competition mm-hmm. i think that's the best move to do what if Michelle Latondra just took all of her athletes and just went team just to fuck over Rich Froning, you know? Just to... <laughs> it would be just, a good team. It would be a really good team. I mean, you're talking uh, <laughs> Patrick Vellner and Willie George. Willie George. And then Laura Horvath and... God, does she have... She has another woman that she, she trains. Does it even matter at this point know. who yeah. the fourth one is? That's a pretty That's ridiculous a, just team. Just the three of them could probably take that on the That is a pretty field. ridiculous team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, Rich Froning was, was pretty vocally... Not happy about the mm. the quality of the uh, workouts. Mm. Oh, at uh, the, the at Dubai, Dubai. yeah. Wait, he, was, he was he wasn't competing. There was no. He, he wasn't competing. Yeah, yeah. But I think on his podcast, he was pretty vocal mm. about it. Uh, we spoke about it a little bit as well. Like he mm-hmm. was like, "What do you think of these team workouts?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. These aren't team workouts at all." So I don't know. Yeah. And so he was he was not super happy about it. Um, but I think in response, you know, he he basically posted a couple times on his Instagram saying like. You know, like a picture of him in the team with the worm, mm-hmm. you know, saying, I, I can't wait for for some of these team events to actually include team workouts. <laughs> and Wadapalooza was like, oh, don't worry, we've got you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to have to swim with the worm. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, he, he could also just post pictures of all all four members doing individual fitness way better <laughs> than everybody else. And yeah. Be like, yeah. I can't wait for us to still win this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Funny, you know, remember when uh, when we were talking about the Dubai Fitness Championships, before, like when they first announced that it was going to be the first mm-hmm. sanctional, and uh, we were talking about some of the strangest things that, that Dubai does, right? And one of the things that came up... Uh, human trafficking. Other than human trafficking was the... <laughs> was the like bounties that they add on workouts. Mm. Like right before a workout starts, they're like... The winner of this workout gets an extra ten thousand dollars, and suddenly everyone's like, "Wait, <laughs> I have to kettlebell clean like two hundred five pound kettlebell yeah. and like jerk it? What the yeah. fuck?" They did that. Mm. They did that at this event. Like mm. people, I think, may have heard us say that and thought we were we were like exaggerating. So they're just tossing money at people. Mm. They announced See them dance. They announced event dance monkey dance. Basically, <laughs> they announced <laughs> event ten. They announced event ten, and then like 
less than an hour after announcing event uh-huh. 10, they announced that the winner of event 10, just that that one event, mm-hmm. gets $30,000. <laughs> if you're the winning male, the winning female, and the winning team uh, of that event gets $30,000. method to get Matt Fraser to fitness harder. So I was texting <laughs> Matt right after event nine. And I was like, hey, man, congratulations. You locked it up. Like, that's a real Matt Fraser thing to do uh-huh. to win before the competition's yeah. over. And he's like, yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. I was like, so what, like, you know, He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna wait until like the minimum work requirement for this last event. And I was like, come on, dude. Like you and I both know you're gonna go out there and like hurt some feelings. Like that's not. You're not gonna minimum work requirement this thing. And then they announced the check. Yeah. They announced thirty thousand yeah. dollars, and I was like, you're gonna go out there and cash that fucking check and just hurt some people's feelings. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no hesitation for fucking like, oh, I'm just gonna hit the minimum work. And that's exactly what he did. He went out there. And he was like, yeah, I've won this thing already, but yeah. another 30K, like, your boy's building a house. Let's do this. <laughs> it's like, what more can he take from them? Yeah, that's right. In fact, because of that bounty, uh-huh. Team Omnicide, which didn't win, uh-huh. made more money than Invictus, which did win yeah, because awesome. they won that last heat. Good for Travis. That's crazy. Yeah, good for Travis. Yeah, well, it's also, uh, it's like whoever won that individual event 10 makes will make more money than whoever was like the 10th place finisher at the games possibly 100 yeah. uh and so so there you go you have I mean, that uh, i mean it's even actually, better than like the 20th like yeah yeah, yeah. even better the, the the bottom 30 or bottom 35 <laughs> athletes at the crossfit games combined um <laughs> whoever wins event eight actually gets bkg's birth certificate and legal documents <laughs> you technically own them I've always wanted Matt Fraser's social security number. That is on the line. How did you get that? We know everything. You better win, Matt. <laughs> it's a good strategy, though. Uh, if at the moment that someone takes on a points lead, uh, the moment Matt Fraser locks it up, that's when you start throwing ridiculous amounts of cash into the events to spice things up. Because, yeah, it's like, you know, that's when... Who wants when, to see cruise control? Yeah, who wants to see cruise control? Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, listen, he was going to win that event no matter what. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think it's just a little sweeter yeah. when there's a thirty thousand dollar paycheck. Do you think everybody else in the men's field was like, oh, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 like as soon as they announced it, they're like, well, I obviously am not. <laughs> yeah, it was actually what was really strange was we've the, been trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> what was really strange was the announcement on Instagram said the team winners get thirty thousand dollars for that event, the women's winners get thirty thousand dollars for that event, and then here's a check to Matt Fraser for thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> thirty thousand dollar bonus for showing up yeah. for that last event. Uh, Seems kind of biased. Yeah, it's weird. I was like, wow, they didn't even they didn't even offer it to the rest of the men's field. They just literally wrote the check straight up. Yes, yeah, so uh, it was printed days in advance. So uh Matt I did some math and Matt uh math, not meth. I did some yes. math. Matt math meth. Uh and Matt Beth Fraser, Fraser <laughs> are you making accusations? Matt Fraser walked away with a hundred thousand dollar paycheck. Uh, in a why? T- <laughs> why even bother go to the CrossFit Games? Uh, Just go to each of these sanctionals, yeah. clean up whatever prize money they have. It's got to have more. Because more money is more money. That's right. Just gonna yeah, go get yeah, all yeah, the money. Yeah. And uh, Sam walked away with. Just over ninety thousand dollars. Hell yes, Sam. Uh, she had less first place finishes. That's what the delta is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they both won the fifty k for first place and thirty k for the last event. Mm-hmm. So, so it was it was, uh, it was a good you know cash that check weekend. And Sam, it was really interesting. They're they're interviewing her afterwards, and she was like, 
yeah, you know, I, I didn't really have any expectations coming into this event. Like, I, what I really wanted to do was win enough money to pay for me to go to another sanctioned event. So <laughs> she was basically just hoping to win, like, one or two events and take maybe, like, 10K home off of Classic event. Sam Briggs. Classic Sam Briggs. Classic Sam so Briggs. So wolf dressed in <laughs> cheetah dressed as a gazelle. Well, I remember, like, years, years ago, Sam Briggs in the early days of the Open was like, I need to win Open workouts just so I can pay my rent, you know, because they would, like, have the $3,000 bonuses. For yeah. like for like winning uh, individual open workouts, and she's just like, I got to subsidize my lifestyle. The fourth member of Tenacious D, man. Yeah. <laughs> After Sasquatch, of course. <laughs> just trying to fucking pay the rent. Uh, that's right. I love it. It was pay so cool. Pay the rent. Yeah, it was... well, you're supposed to harmonize with me, Chase. Sorry, man. Uh, I'm asleep. It's a little early for for Chase to harmonize. He's got he's got to warm up those those vocal cords. I like that you dedicate. I mean, not dedicate. I like that you insinuate that at some point I'm able to harmonize. Yes. <laughs> of course, there's there's a moment, there's a time. We'll, we'll be it. we'll get there one day. Um, yeah. So so that's probably a good a good recap of the DCC. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I will say that you're going there next year. I'll I'll try and go there next year. It's just so expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. expensive. And they they even offered to help me out. Like they were like, "Hey, w- like w- we can get you in the same hotel as the athletes yeah. and like, we'll cover your hotel." And I was like, "Okay, that's like that's like $95,000 right there, I'm pretty sure." <laughs> Plus they're going to fly you over there in one of those Casey Neistat seats. I, I wish. I, I think we could no. all get flown over there in Casey Neistat seats. He just mm-hmm. Armin but you all just have one. to <laughs> you just have to set up an arranged marriage with Chase and one of the princes who's on the DL there. Yes, that's right. <laughs> have to marry a man? Yeah, pretty much. I, I think so, yeah. Take Not one for the any team, man, Chase. Though, but yeah, a prince. It. Okay. it doesn't count. It's in Dubai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there will be a mini fridge on the plane that's just Pepsis for you and no one else. So. I can justify all of that in my head. It, it yeah. actually worked out pretty good for you, Chase, because he's on the DL. You know, he has a harem of women that yes. he doesn't touch. So you, as his husband, sure, you'd have to do your <laughs> husbandly duty every now and then, but you'd also get the harem. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Husbandly duty. I don't, I, don't, I don't like how that's so vague. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Your husbandly duty. Well, Armin's definitely not being invited now. Oh shit! Um, so uh, yeah. Well, the the wanna, next event, Wadapalooza, <laughs> is Wadapalooza. We should try to get on the speaker stage for Wadapalooza. Yes, <laughs> they, Scaleless Nation. They, they do that. Why not? Yeah, live mm, event. I had I had a, a couple events, um, non-sanctioned events yet. But a couple of events reach out and be like, hey, I love the podcast. You guys should come out and do a live podcast. And I was like, the other guys all have real jobs. So that's going to be really tough to coordinate. Yeah, like, it's like, nope, here's I'll, I'll literally I'll drop half of everything us, to do half that. Half of us couldn't even make a trip to fucking CrossFit HQ happen. Listen, so. I <laughs> literally had a w- fucking wedding in upstate New York to go to. Do not let that. Uh, do you ever have to go to weddings in yes. upstate New York? Uh, it's not a real on thing. On occasion. Nobody in upstate New York cares about Sounds shit. Sounds like a fake so, excuse. Yeah, I will say, I'll put that out in the world. Hey, you know, events, live scale as nation. If you can just get us there, we'll we'll take care of that. We'll, we will take care of the entertainment. Yeah. Because it's us. I don't know. That's a big or, enough problem. Or we'll just turn them down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the mm. next one's Wadapalooza, mm-hmm. which both Chase and I are going to be at. When is Wadapalooza again? January, January 17th through the 21st. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think the 21st is a Monday, so it's like the 17th through the 20th. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of my flights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except you leave on the 16th. I have no idea. Yeah, you don't even know. That's mm. fine. I wonder if this will be I'll the get kind there. of thing with, 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 with Dubai and Wadapalooza, like, what is it, like a month or so apart, 
you know it'll be this the kind of the unofficial kickoff to the season where like shit gets serious the first people qualify etc 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 it'll be interesting to see like the rest of the season you know if if more events start filling in to see if that uh, begins to affect where they where they end up in the rest of the year because now it's like it's real there's actual people who are qualifying and stuff oh yeah so yeah i mean and we're gonna it's we're not gonna... too much different i mean for the women it's different but for the men it's just kind of like the same thing it's like oh well at least that guy's not going to come and fucking ruin my day now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I can think of, uh, was it, like, the other four people who qualified out of the East Regional for the past few years. Mm-hmm. Like, Vellner, Tim Paulson, and whoever else mm. competes out of the East Regional. I don't know. Oh, are you, are you looking to me for help? <laughs> if you so have any Kwani Kwan. There you go. Yep, Mark Kwan. <laughs> um it, it, those guys are all probably like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that one weekend where, where a, a slip up against Matt Fraser is going to be just mm-hmm. enough to fuck me for the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm a big fish in a little pond there. Yes. And I'd like to keep it that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, they now, I think, I think there's a few people who are, who are happily not sweating the small stuff because mm-hmm. of that. Um, but, you know, Wadapalooza and then right after Wadapalooza is going to be uh, the uh, Cape Town, mm-hmm. Fittison Cape Town, like within a week and a half or so of Wadapalooza ending. And I think there's one more right before the open starts. Like and Brazil? Yeah, mm-hmm. it might be Brazil uh, or it might be Strength and Depth. I, I'm oh, not yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, Strength and Depth. Um, but there's there's a few events before the open starts. Mm-hmm. And so this season is like kicked off as yeah. fuck. And still countdown to when the rule book gets released, when mm-hmm. you know people start answering really important questions like what happens to the team if individuals qualify as individuals and decide to go individually, or, or end up the band, or if they, or if like three members of one team join up with an individual and qualify after having qualified with a different individual, or like what happens if someone on the team gets hurt? Like yes. how do you pick your second roster? Well, that's already like it's the question is like okay, so if Matt Frazier, if he theoretically were to get in the top 20 of the CrossFit Open. Theoretically. Um, theoretically. Sh- who would would the 21st member of the CrossFit Open or the 21st finisher of the CrossFit Open go? Or would the guy who came in second at Dubai go? Or how does that work? I'm assuming it would just he would take the Dubai spot and he couldn't take a spot from the Open. So, so I was thinking about that too. <clears throat> and he's going to be at the Rogue Invitational. We yeah. already know that. But so what I, what I see happening in my head is that he'll have the option basically to let people in so he mm. could be like well pat Vellner came second to me at rogue <laughs> and bkg came second to me and at dubai i'm gonna let the lesser threat into this competition <laughs> just, just leave it up to him so like he he puts them all in front of him they all get on their knees he has a sword and he just knights one of them with he's his, like you are allowed to lose to me games. at the crossfit games that's right <laughs> you've earned the right no, yeah. I, I think that's like that'd be a cool dynamic. Like w- winners get to basically the earlier you, the win, the more people you get to pick. Yeah. No, no, just like as many as you win. So I'm like, he has to win Rogue. He has yeah. to be the top in the Open and whatever other events he wins. And then he can just like comb through it. Like, well, this guy isn't qualified. I could get him in. So it was but up also to him. fuck him. So it would be up to him to like which one he wants to claim or which which yeah. seat he wants to claim. That would be interesting. Yeah, I think and that's baller. Yeah, I think realistically speaking, um, he's going to not only win the Open, but also whichever other event mm-hmm. and or events he shows up to. And so that's going to be a real problem mm-hmm. that they're going to have to figure out how to solve pretty so fucking what, quick. What is now going to be the new triple crown of uh, of, of CrossFit? And I say triple crown just because that's a thing that exists in other sports. And I'm yeah. going to create an analog here. Well, I think they make which other sport, Cal? 
Uh, it's in boxing, isn't it? The Triple Crown. Boxing. It's also in horse racing. It's in horse racing as that well. That was a joke because obviously it's horse racing. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I don't think it's in boxing, man. Oh. You, got, you guys aren't on the same Come on, guys. This, you guys this is real early so in the morning. You played it so dry so that lost. we missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Shows you how much I know about real sports, right? Yes. Uh, the, the, um, the Triple Crown of CrossFit. That's a great question. It mm-hmm. used to be open regional games, right? Yep. And only a handful of people have ever done that. Yep, win all of them. Yep. And uh, I think now it still has to include the open in the games. Mm-hmm. But I think what you have to do is look at the toughest events. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if it can... I, I think it has to be more of like a hat trick than a triple crown. Because mm. there is no third thing, right? Well, I the think the, the hat trick would be qualify on a team, qualify as an individual, win the open, and win the games. Well, the whole idea, the whole idea, the whole idea with the triple crown is it's it's hitting them all in one season. So it's like hitting the big three events and winning the three races all in one season. So what can one do over the course of one season to really put like a definitive stamp on their victory? One could maybe the open, but also if uh, if if you know the rogue invitational thing becomes like a, it has a huge prize associated with it. What Palooza, uh, Dubai, you know, one, it might just be not just an issue of, uh, of, uh, of, of winning the games and qualifying your spot, but like to really put the stamp on your legacy of your dominant year, taking the top prize at like those three big sanctionals and then going on to win the games afterwards. We'll, well, I'm going to start, uh, what's well, trademark it. That's the, uh, that's the, uh, uh, that'll be the triple crown of uh, of sanctionals, or what did you call it? The ter- hat trick. The hat trick. The hat trick. There we go. I, the hat, hat trick is. Uh, I think four. it's in. I think it's a hockey scoring yeah, four yeah. goals in one game, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and that's why I think the 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 hat trick, the CrossFit hat trick, is mm-hmm. qualifying as a team, an individual, yeah, yeah. winning the open and winning the games, which yes. means that you not only are the are like winning sanctioned events as an individual, but you're mm-hmm. also winning sanctioned events as a team. Mm. And you're winning the open, and you're winning the games. That's pretty fucking big, I'd say. <laughs> uh, I think there's there isn't really anyone that's ever going to do that. But yeah. I'd love to see. I'd love to see Matt Fraser just put together a team and well, Matt, show up yeah, and be that, like, I a, qualified again. Yeah, that, that's the <laughs> odd you thing. Guys. There, that Matt Fraser obviously could do that, but that would be a bit disingenuous to uh, to his team there. I mean, just if he wants to have the hat trick, come on. <laughs> what oh, team, sure. what, what's, he's what got. He's he'll he'd have to pay the other team members. What does this team look like? Any other three humans? It's Pat Vilner, yeah. <laughs> Brent Fakowski dressed up as a woman. Yes, Brenda, and then Sam Briggs probably, and then Laura Horvath. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Five. He five. gets a team of five. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Tia. Right. Oh yeah, Tia he trains would with be Tia. That. Oh. That'd be the logical answer. So um, Brent Fakowski as a woman, Pat Vellner, and Tia Claire too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then if the paychecks keep being as large as they are, there with a thirty k for winning events at various of these things. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Brenda Femkowski. You got to put the fem so people definitely don't make <laughs> no. the connection. Obviously, because uh. if you're a, a woman, you have fem in your name somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. Her brother is works. her brother is Brent Mimkowski. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so I uh, I don't want to talk about CrossFit anymore, guys. Yeah, yeah. we have yep. we have uh, we have we have a little, little bit of time to just kind of. I feel so like we've said too much already. Have yeah. we have we updated on uh, the 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 stats the 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 segments from each show that are most likely to not get us onto 
CrossFit oh, HQ's yeah. Instagram, Facebook page. Funny Is that guy should, still doing that? Yeah, he's definitely still doing it. <laughs> there were a couple uh, last episode. There were a couple last episode, and uh, in I fact, don't even remember last episode. I'm, oh, you'll remember it in a second. Are you pulling it up? Oh, I got it here already. Right. Um, <laughs> What's the guy's name again? His name is Jeff Little. Jeff Little. And uh, he, Little Jeff, as his friends call him. Man, he <laughs> found this Little Jeff. This great picture of Brent Fikowski on here. Uh, body by Adidas. Oh my God, that's fantastic! And a crop top, looking like he's 17 years <laughs> Armin's old. Armin's gonna put that picture up right now, yep. on the video version. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Picture, so, though. so the um, either you're named Beth or you're thrown in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, one of us said that. The yep. well, yeah, I think that was that was regarding China, right? Yep. No, no, um, that one. Yep. He said, "Quote: I fully believe Cliff doesn't know where the clit is." <laughs> And then secondary. I, I don't remember. I don't. I remember. It was <laughs> it was, oh, that's going to be in the best of. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, but he said sure. curtains to rod is the moment of uh, last year, last week's episode in which we were talking about the female equivalent of cock to bar pull ups. Exactly. Uh, oh. Curtains to rod. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just laughing at shit we said before yeah. that I'm only remembering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jeff Little, thank you very much for for <laughs> being a big part of of my source for all these all these best of moments because yeah. it really is going to include a lot of these these moments. I think. Yep. 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 yep, um, yep. You know, you guys. Uh, what What are you guys doing for uh, What are you guys doing for the holidays? Uh, Christmas Hanukkah. To to doubt we're going to go to Dallas where our parents are and. Do and hang out there. Hang out uh, right next to Omega CrossFit. Whack. Are you yeah. guys gonna be gone all, all week? Uh, I think so. Well, we're. I'm just gonna be the, gone for the weekend, just for the um, through Tuesday. I can't talk shit about Omega CrossFit. They're yeah. very good at fitness. Yeah, we only got to barely touch on <laughs> that last come time. And but kick my ass again. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But apparently, the competition did not go did not go as planned. Chase. Yeah. No. No. It's a. Yeah, it's a very, very frustrating <laughs> thing. Your perceived expectations versus what actual reality is. Well, you are in your strength por- portion of yeah, the year. Yeah, it's fine. I just went yeah. back to squatting and drowned my <laughs> sorrows in that. I got 425 for two nice. yesterday. Nice, nice dude. Nice, you nice. should have pulled a Horvath and just, and just hurt my back. Just, nice. <laughs> just stopped after three events. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I PR'd my snatch. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I, I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so let's actually, let's hear the full range of excuses. I don't think we've heard the full complement of excuses. The full, the full range of yeah, excuses. Yeah, I want to hear you lay out your case. All right. So, um, hmm. so I don't have to look lesser at you for the rest of the year. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, immediately after regionals, we took five weeks off. That's fine. But I did a lot of <laughs> fitness then and got arguably in way better shape than I've ever been. This didn't wise. sound like an excuse. No, right. no. This then we came, like, this only we came back to regular programming and then we did some Texas strength cycling, which is like finding five rep maxes mm-hmm. and back squat and deadlift and front squat. Nice. And then retesting those every week and working off those percentages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we awesome. did that. You, do, you doing the five by five on Mondays? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. We were doing five by five Monday and Friday. Mm. Five by five Monday so you, and Friday. So you do your oh percentage work on, on Monday and then you retest on Friday. Oh. Well. And then you use the new percentages because each each week you're you're PRing essentially. Oh, um, so we did that for twelve weeks. Got super fucking strong. That's mm-hmm. where I hit the five, the the five seventy deadlift and the four forty five back squat. Mm-hmm. And then we took some time to try to get strong at snatching and clean and jerking. That was probably a six week cycle. 
Mm-hmm. That didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> um, and then we most recently got back onto a hatch cycle. So that's a, I think we're doing. Ooh, I know that hatch squat cycle. It's yeah. complicated. There's a lot of percentages in there and rep ranges. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've been doing. I think the hatch, does the hatch cycle work or is it just so labyrinthinely complex that it's like, there must be some thought behind here. I think it works. Mm, okay. I would okay. strongly disagree. <laughs> you don't think it works? I don't think I don't think any of those like I don't think Smolov Smolov mm. Junior Hatch I don't think any of those squat cycles are worth almost anybody putting real time mm. into it because what, they what requ- it? they require so much of your um, recuperative abilities to try and like adapt to that mm. you you can't as a as like a CrossFitter you can't really do anything else. That's what mm. that's what that's what and we've it ran fucks into. You. It absolutely <laughs> so, fucks you. So for the past uh, we're about six weeks in, seven weeks in, uh, we've been doing very minimal CrossFit. Mm. And that CrossFit <laughs> is all at a level where in our heads we're like, man, we are killing it right now. We are moving so fast. But if you would pan out and watch from real speed, like as an outsider like you, you'd yeah. be like these guys don't. These guys are moving so, very slow. Are they so doing recovery So, are you saying work? that you've been training on the basis of the motto of this podcast, "Tired is enough"? Yeah. But yes. as it turns out, in reality, in, in CrossFit competition, tired is not enough. That's no, right. absolutely not, not enough. No, not right. at all. We were just so slow. We looked mm. like we were moving slow motion compared <laughs> yeah. to everybody else. I, I, for, we looked for, like people with sore asses. Basically, for <laughs> <laughs> basically for anybody, I would I would not. I would not suggest doing a, a something like a smolov or a hatch because uh, it will it will stunt your 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 capacity. But it, it might make you stronger, but the moment you go back to doing CrossFit shit, mm-hmm. you're going to lose a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So, what's yeah, the point? But what's more important to you? I'm trying I mean, to get. You're the one competing. In I'm trying to get a 500 man, pound back me. squat God and a 400 right, pound front right, squat, right, right and then I can be done with this stupid mm-hmm. fucking fitness. Really? Because what? It's not fitness is not as important as being able to get that 500 pound back no. squat. As far as I'm concerned, fitness has never saved a, a group full of babies about yes. to get ran over by a bus. Mm-hmm. Something that what we should all commit to <laughs> is, uh, uh, we should all commit to. Arguably, if you're fit enough, you can run in front of that bus and get those babies. <laughs> stop it! Yeah, get those babies and stop it. We should save all of the babies that you that were endangered when you threw that bus. <laughs> <laughs> when you cut the brake lines on that bus in order oh to no. save the babies. Uh, oh, fuck! It's harder than I thought! Everyone's like, I've been squatting so much, I could totally flip this bus over right now. And you're like, no, it, that bus is full of babies. Too late! And then it goes over. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no. What what's actually happening to save the babies is <laughs> I'm on the bus doing a 500 pound back squat <laughs> violence. <laughs> but you're riding on top like Teen Wolf for on sure. The bus. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, Don't drop it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Don't drop uh, that bus. I'm not going to put you guys on the spot for like New Year's resolutions mm, or do goal it. setting. Be less fat. Always. Same. But I was going to say. I, I was going to say maybe when we come back for the new episode, we mm. should we should do what we did. A couple of years ago, and set. I should quit drinking again. Set some nice. <laughs> <laughs> we should set some. We should. You should start drinking again. Yeah, there you go. There no, you don't go. do that. We should. Uh, <laughs> we should set some goals and some some wagers. Mm. Hell yeah. Yeah, we should make that yeah. happen. No, I'm all, I'm 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 down. So we'll mm. put some thought into that, and and uh, and. <laughs> will 2019 be the year of the muscle up? <laughs> will 2019 be the? That's a good one. Yeah. You should make that your goal. Oh shit. Yeah, Man. I don't know if there's enough not drinking you can do to do the muscle <laughs> up. I have a good. I have a solid two years of not drinking under my belt. It's still not enough. I don't, I don't see why there's any reason. Either. 
either of you couldn't do a muscle up. Oh, man. For sure. At I least see, strict. I see, I see a lot of reasons. I think you guys <laughs> could definitely do it strict. We just have to like sit there with you for like an hour. Uh, that's all it takes. That's no. My body is so no, heavy, no, dude. I've seen you do pull-ups. You're, you're, you could <laughs> definitely fucking do a strict muscle. Oh, up. I, you, but that's the thing is, I used to be able to actually do a muscle up, and I can tell you, when I hop on the rings now, I am much heavier than I was when I used to be able to do a muscle up. I, I can like, tell you what. I have eighty-five percent faith uh, in Cliff getting a strict muscle up. I have about thirty-five percent in Kyle. Because yeah. Kyle doesn't care to get the number, but Cliff might. I, I, though I appreciate it, Chase. Uh, yesterday, I just did strict chest-to-bar pull-ups there. And no, no, it is definitely a struggle to touch the bar just barely uh, underneath the clavicle. Did you do more I than one? I need to touch it like bottom. I, I did like four in a row. Mm-hmm. Just about That's all you need right there. That's He's the exact number, actually. Mm-hmm. 100%. So four regular pull-ups equals one muscle up one strict mm. one straight okay, i don't know okay. how to fucking mm. get you to do kipping ones mm. that sounds like a catastrophe <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a video that sounds like that sounds like torn labrums um the cliff arm is in, is in, <laughs> in jeopardy <laughs> uh, uh yeah so so that's good we should we should do that N- next time we come back for the with a live episode we'll do uh we'll do a little nice you know we're doing a goal episode. no no like like a oh. episode that we record that we're all live that during. we're all live for um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, I think I think this is a I good place. Our New Year's resolution should be that uh, all of us compete in a male physique contest, amateur, amateur male physique contest. So we get rid of all of this work capacity training. We all just get as shredded as possible. We all take a lot of gear, and we just get super jacked and super tan, and we all get on stage. I definitely somewhere. check off one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's perfect. <laughs> The tan part. Which yeah. one? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to clarify. Just to clarify. Way, way easy for me. Very tan. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess uh, let's let's just leave it at that. Let's Word. just let's go ahead and wrap. Let's wrap up our 2018 sand year, year of sand yeah. uh, right here. Um, all right, let's let's hear your social media. Uh, and I am at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most uh, central Instagram account on the Internet. Happy New Year, everybody. And a Merry Christmas. And you can find uh, Cliff Dickslap Bogart, future classic physique competitor, uh, uh, at Cliff Bogart on Instagram. And I'm at Chase504, and you can check that out for more capacity pieces to try to get my fat, strong ass to do more better at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Do more better. Do, do more, better. more better. That's my new motto. Catch it in my bio. The more you know, <laughs> do more better. Uh, but what if this? Right? What if this? Um, uh. And you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV, and you can find the podcast at San, San Podcast. <laughs> San, San Podcast. <laughs> uh, Extremely racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, at San Podcast. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. This year has been uh, an incredible year of uh, uh, professional growth for all of our careers, especially the two of us that lost our jobs at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. And, person- and personal regression for and the per- other two. <laughs> And uh, and a lot of that is thanks to the support that you guys have given us um, by watching and commenting and saying what's up every time you, you, you guys see us on, on social media and in person. So I just wanted to say thank you. I really appreciate all that support. And uh, it gives us the opportunity to do some cool shit like this. Damn right. And we look forward to doing a lot more of this cool shit coming into uh, into 2019. So uh, it's it's all 100% because you guys support us. Mm-hmm. And um Otherwise, we'd just be screaming into empty rooms yeah. and just pissing off Katie for no reason. Which oh, I'm yeah. shocked that that's not what we're actually doing. Like basically, anytime I find out that anyone listens to this, it comes as a legit surprise. <laughs> Agreed. We mostly <laughs> just hang out in this kitchen and talk and stuff. That's true. And, you know, so that's true. It's weird that you guys are out there. That's right, guys. 
Happy holidays. We'll see you guys next year. Later. Later.